All right. Well, um, as you can tell already, uh, our service this morning is going to be uh, just a little bit different. Um, as you watch this, I should be, Lord willing, traveling back from a vacation in uh, South Dakota with my family all week. Um, if it has all gone well, I've spent the week uh, putting uh, 750 plus miles on my motorcycle riding in the Black Hills. I've ridden the Spearfish Canyon route quite a bit. Um, I've had uh, played games and, and, and visited places and made memories with my family and uh, got to watch and learn from a glass blower. And so, I, Lord willing, I'm on my way back now. Uh, but uh, I wanted to just share some things with you uh, be, uh, uh, on Sunday uh, as part of uh, what's going on. It's actually one of my favorite times of the year, kind of like what I talked about last week when we talked about that principle of the Sabbath. Um, every year we set up a family vacation in December, and this year we were, even with everything going on, we were able to have everybody go out there and, and, and spend some time together. So what's happening today is there are actually two groups of people who are watching this. Uh, the first group is those of you who are online, and um, you just tuned in and didn't know exactly what, uh, what was happening. The other group, is our group that's meeting at church this morning. And uh, in the past, we've done different things. When I, I don't go on vacation a lot. I don't miss a lot of Sundays, but when I do, we do different things. And uh, we've done testimonies before. I've had the board members speak. We've brought in speakers. But in light of everything that's going on right now, we just decided that uh, uh, when I was gone this Sunday, we were going to go ahead and do testimonies on Sunday morning. And uh, it's one of the times I hate missing because I always enjoy listening to the testimonies later. But uh, I just talked to the board and said, you know what, how about if I record our testimony, something that, that, that I want to say, and you can just kind of play that at the end. So uh, to our folks who are here on Sunday, you're, you're watching this after you've had a time of uh, singing and praying and, and, and uh, listening to testimonies from one another. And so now you, uh, you get to listen to mine. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to share with you is um, this idea that comes up in the book of Proverbs. Um, there's an interesting passage in Proverbs 22. It says, remove not the ancient landmark which your fathers have set. And it goes back to uh, the way that they used to mark land in the Old Testament time. And what would happen is, uh, you know, in our day and culture, we put up fence or uh, we run fence lines and things like that. But in their culture, what they do is they go to the corner of their property and they set up a big pile of stones. And uh, what would happen is from time to time, people would want to increase the size of their land so they would slowly over time keep moving the pile uh, so that their neighbor's land went down and, and, and their land uh, size went up. So ultimately what they started doing is they started making two deeds. They started making a public deed that said, I own this land, and then they would make a private deed and they would put it in a jar and, and bury it below the stone. So if there's ever a question, they could remove the pile of stones, dig down, and the deed should be there. Um, and that was a way to know whether or not the marker had moved. Uh, you know, in our culture today, we get out surveyors and we have survey stakes and GPS and, and all of that. But it was an interesting principle because the writer in Proverbs takes off on that idea and he says, look, don't, don't move landmarks that have been set. And we're going to see it in the life of the children of Israel. Uh, when they actually get into the promised land and they cross the river Jordan, one of the things that's going to happen, and uh, we're told about it in um, Joshua chapter 4, but one of the things that's going to happen is when the when the, when the river parts for them and they walk across, uh, uh, Joshua says, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a pile of stones, 12 stones, we're going to put them in the middle of the river. 
Um, and then we're going to take another pile of stones. We're going to put 12 stones up on the bank. And what's going to happen is when the river finally comes back and goes over top of the stone, nobody's going to see the private marker. But the public marker sitting up on the bank, everyone will see. And I don't want, and Joshua's very explicit. He says, I don't want you to worship it. I don't want you to make a big deal of it. But what I do want you to do is, down the line, as your kids, as you're with your kids and your grandkids and generations to follow, and they ask you about that pile of stone, I want you to tell them the story of what happened here. And so it was, a, it was kind of a, a principle that, that was being laid out in this idea of there's a, there's a private marker and there's a public marker. There's, there, there's both. Uh, when we get to the New Testament, we see it, by the way, in salvation. Uh, we see the idea that we believe that uh, an individual uh, must come to a point in their life where they realize they need a Savior and they put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And that is a private decision. It's a private decision anyone can make at any time. And so uh, we believe that that is a very private thing between you and God. But there's a public aspect of, of it as well. Uh, one of the public aspects is communion. Each week we have communion here. And it is a way in which we publicly together declare our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And um, we're reminded of his sacrifice. Um, another marker, another public marker is baptism. We encourage people after they put their faith and trust in Christ uh, to follow the Lord in baptism. Because baptism is a public statement of something that's happened privately. And so in much the same way you see this idea of public and and, and, and private. You see this idea of internal and external. And so I think it's important for us as individuals in our own lives to do the same thing, to set up public uh, reminders, um, external reminders, and also private reminders. So as I was looking back and just thinking of some uh, markers, some stones, some things that uh, I'm grateful for um, as I look back over this ministry, I just wanted to kind of share those as my testimony. These are kind of public things, public markers, I guess, that, that, that I have set up, that I'm, that I'm incredibly grateful for. Um, for those of you that don't know our story, we came here in 1992. Um, I was raised primarily in big cities, so uh, my teenage years were spent in Detroit and Chicago. And so I knew very little about country life. Um, I had served as a, uh, before I came here, I had served as a Christian school teacher. I had served uh, in a full-time year-round camp ministry, um, teaching counselors and, and working retreats and, and doing promotion for them. Uh, and then I had spent about five years as a youth pastor in Sioux City. And so uh, when I came into this thing, what happened was uh, this was the first senior pastorate that I had. And uh, it's been the only senior pastorate that I've had uh, where I've been the senior pastor. And that happened in 1992. Uh, here's a picture. Every year we take a Christmas picture with our family. So this was uh, my family and I in 1992 when we came to this church. Uh, that was 28 years ago. Um, I've got the two boys, Joshua, uh, the youngest, and JT uh, is the oldest. This was our family picture last year. Uh, with, uh, and, and since then we've added two. Both the girls were pregnant, and so uh, we've added uh, uh, two uh, more sons to the mix. So now the boys, uh, once again, um, we have more boys uh, than girls. But uh, we added uh, Alden and Jethro uh, this year. So actually this, this week in South Dakota, we've had all of us. So that's been quite, a, quite an adventure with uh, uh, two, two little ones and Claire and then uh, all of us together. 
But one of the things that I found here was uh, family. Um, and, and, and that was a big deal to us. Uh, not having family around, not having uh, Gene's folks are out in, uh, on the coast, out in Virginia. Uh, my, uh, my folks were in uh, Texas. So we didn't have any family clothes. One of the things that we found here that I'm, uh, that I'm so grateful for was family. Um, the board was willing to take a risk uh, with a, a very, very young pastor, someone who had not been a senior pastor before. Um, they were willing to, to work with me, uh, to really believe in me, um, to, to, to give me a chance. What I really appreciated is the idea that they, they just accepted me as I was. Um, there, there, there were a lot of rough edges. Now, since then, I've mellowed out completely. But uh, uh, there, there were just a lot of really rough edges. But they were willing to take me as I was and work with me and um, just give me the freedom to fail and try things. And, and we learned and, and grew together. Um, and, and don't make... Don't, don't, you know, we're in a great spot right now, but there were some really tough days. And uh, I had a group of guys who really stood behind uh, uh, and, and supported me. And over the years, that's one of the things I, I really appreciate about this place is this family. It's not just a tagline that we use, but I mean, it really is, and it really does function um, as a family, where we, we just accept people as they are. Uh, we expect them to grow and change, just like we expect ourselves to grow and change. Um, we have such a varied group. Uh, you know, we've got everything from young, young married couples and young families to, to older uh, folks who are great-great-grandparents. Um, but w one of the things that, that we are so grateful for, my wife and I, and I speak for her too here, is just the idea of the family atmosphere. That my kids grew up in a world in which they had so many adopted aunts and uncles and grandmas and grandpas and, and people who really embraced them as their own. Um, that family side is so, so precious to us now. Um, and, and on the other side of it, you know, it's, it's been great, but it's also been difficult. Uh, because when I came here, I didn't know anybody. And, and when I did funerals, I buried strangers. And, and now it's at a point where I, I bury people I'm very close to, people who are family. And um, that, that's harder. Uh, that's harder as you continue on in this thing. Um, the other thing I think that, one of the thing, other things that I think we're so grateful for is the authenticity. Um, we're just a group of flawed people. And um, one of the things that, that, that I appreciate is the idea that, that people can be honest um, about their feelings, about their struggles, about what's going on. You know, I go up to somebody and say, hey, how are you doing? And, and they go, I'm doing lousy. And we don't have to worry about the, the, the judgment or the, um, you know, the, the idea that we have to be a certain way. And, and for those of you who know my background, I mean, I came out of a world where the external was so important, where the external was focused. And so we, we worked very, very hard to get people to that external standard. And one of the things that I learned here, one of the things that I appreciate here is that I had to learn the idea of uh, growth takes time. You have to give people space. You have to give people the, the, the room to be able to um, make uh, the decisions that they need to make. So much of my life was, was, was focused on the outward, and I started to realize that 
that when you work on the N word, that the outward will come. The, God works from the inside out. And um, that's, that's one of the things that I appreciate so much about here is the authenticity of people, that, that I can be myself, uh, that I don't have to put on a show, that I don't have to be somebody that, not, that, that growing up my kids didn't have to do that. Um, that there was a, a group of people here who were patient and understanding and gracious and kind and would give people room to grow. I, I, one of the things that I learned is ministry is messy. When you start getting involved in people's lives, it, it's so complicated. And I came from a world that everything was just do X, Y, and Z, check boxes, A, B, and C, and everything will be fine. And um, over time, I've just started to realize that, you know what, when we're honest with each other, when we're, we're straightforward, we can help each other, we can grow together, we can be the people that God wanted us to be. Um, and I, I learned this idea of just loving people where they are, because that's the, what people did to us. That's how people responded to us. And, and over time, we started to realize that, you know what, um, we just need to treat people the way that, that people have treated us and, and been gracious to us. There's that family thing. There's that authenticity thing. Um, and, and then there's the faithfulness aspect to it. Um, like I say, this, this year's 28 years. June was 28 years um, since we've been here. And... Um, the average pastor in America right now is about three and a half to six years in a place, and then they move on. Um, they tell us that um, as far as pastors go, uh, one out of ten pastors will actually retire as a pastor. Um, so the uh, burnout rate is incredibly high. Uh, the failure rate, the, 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 the rate of which people get out of this um, is, is incredible. Uh, and we've been able to be in the same place for, for, for all of these years. Um, and I'm at a point now where in ministry it's generational. Um, and my wife is too, as a kindergarten teacher in the same place for uh, almost the same amount of time, 30 years. What we're starting to see is now we get to teach kids of kids. Uh, and, and, and that has, there's an incredible blessing that comes with that. To be able to have that generational um, influence um, as you as you go um, you know I ministry stuff I mean I, I'm just going to be honest with you it's hard um, there, there and some people go well you know it's no different than small business well it is and it isn't um, there are aspects of business that apply to ministry there are principles and 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 all of that but the thing with ministry is there's a spiritual dimension that comes to it where there's a a spiritual attack constantly. There's this spiritual battle constantly underneath the surface. And you have that in a business too, but you have it at a different level in ministry. And yet, through all of that, we've been able to stay and, and plug away because we've, you know, first of all, I've had a board that's been incredibly supportive. Um, secondly, I have people that have been with us from the beginning on this thing who have uh, been in our corner who know what to say and what not to say, who know how to encourage and what's encouraging to us and what's not encouraging to us. Uh, we have people who have loved us and prayed for us and supported us and are in our corner and, and, and cheering us on. Um, and so the faithfulness part of it, um, e even during the tough times, even during the hard times, um, it, 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 was, it, it was somewhat easy because we had so much support behind us and we still do 
And, you know, I look back on, on the ministry, on, on what God's done in our lives, and, 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 you know, our testimony will be one in which we're so thankful for the family that God has brought um, us to, for the authenticity, the, 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 just the genuineness that we see in people here, and for the, for the support in order to be able to stay faithful and continue plugging away. Um, and doing what God's called us to do. So, you know, my testimony, and I guess the thing that I would challenge you with this morning is this idea. Um, set up some stones of remembrance. Set up some public markers. Um, you know, for those of you who maybe you've never been baptized, maybe that's your first stop. Uh, for those of you who um, you, you've kind of gotten away from this idea of sharing testimonies, of sharing things that God's doing, maybe that's your stop. Uh, we're going to continue doing that. We've been able to do that the last three weeks on Sundays. We're going to continue to do that through the summer. And just take time every, every Sunday to share testimonies of what God's doing. Um, but go back, look over. What, what's God done in the last few weeks or months or in the last year or so? What's he taught you? What's he, what, what's he impressed upon your heart? And, and here's what I think you'll find. I think you'll find the same thing I found. First of all, I think what you'll find is you've come a lot farther than you realize. Um, that, you know what, um, you're not the same person you were a year ago or two years ago or five years ago or ten years ago. You've come a lot farther than you thought. I think the other thing that you'll realize is you got where you are because of a series of just small steps, one step after another, every day, day after day, month after month, year after year. Um, you know, it's the, it, it's the just putting one foot in front of the other and keep, keep plugging away at it. Um, I think you'll, you'll, you'll start to realize that that's, that, that's the journey. And, you know, you, those of you who've been here and you've watched what God's done here, that's just basically the attitude that the leadership and I have taken. It's like, okay, what, Lord, what do you want us to do next? And it's just one small step after another. And before we know it, we find ourselves looking back going, how did we get here? And we realize it was just a series of God working faithfully all the way through the process. And as we, as we deal with all of this stuff that's going on right now in our country and, and, and with the pandemic and all of that kind of stuff, what I would say to you is this. I would say the way we get through it is the same way we get through anything else. We just take one step at a time. We just keep plugging away and being faithful at what God's called us to do. And I've been fortunate to be able to be a part of a group of people who've done that who've encouraged me along the way, who've prayed for me, who've supported me, who've stood in my corner, who've confronted me when I needed to be confronted. Um, so I, I just want to take some time as my testimony to say thank you. Um, thank you for being our family. Thank you for being real. Thank you for being supportive so that we could continue to try to be faithful in what God's called us to do. And as I look forward, I look at you know, I mean, in the last year, we've had eight babies born. We've got two more on the way. We've got a congregation of kids that um, have a, a tremendous impact for the future for us. We've got the opportunity to continue to reach people in the community. And God's going to just, you say, what's next for us? I don't know. We just take the steps that are in front of us, and we take a series of small steps, and, 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 and we let God work. And I'm just so grateful to be able to be a part of it this morning. So my testimony and the testimony of my wife and I is thanks um, for, for, for all that you've done. And um, 
Lord willing, um, our intent is to continue to die here. And, and if it comes a point to retire, uh, then, uh, I mean, at some point I will, uh, and pass it on to somebody else, then uh, at that point, um, we want to be able to look back and just continue to see God's hand on all of it. So uh, let's have a word of prayer, and I'm just going to close my time. So, Lord, thank you so much for all you've done. Uh, Lord, for the people you brought here, for the people who have become our, our family. Lord, may we love each other. May we care for one another. May we reach out to those in our community and those in our world that, Lord, they would be able to see not only our love for, for you, but our love for one another. And, Lord, may we allow ourselves to be used, and may you use us, Lord, to be able to share with others that which you have so incredibly done in our lives. And we'll give you the honor and the glory and the praise these things we ask in your name. Amen. Well, um, that, that, that just ends my short time. So, uh, Lord willing, uh, we will be back in the pulpit, back studying Moses next week, um, and the children of Israel, and, and, and starting through uh, the rest of the, the Ten Commandments. So, uh, be a blessing this week. And uh, stop and, 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 and take a few moments to look at all of the things that you have to be grateful for. Um, and share them with somebody else. Lord bless you. Have a great week.